Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello. Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello and welcome to the Raw. Preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by the Dudley Boys of What Culture, Michael Hamlet and Michael Sidgwick, here to look ahead to tonight's episode of Money Row. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from, for daily wrestling podcasts where we not only review Raw, but also SmackDown, NXT, Dubai, oh, AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay per views. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a roundup of the week complete with a bigger quiz, of course. On wrestle culture, as I said, though, joined by Hamlet and Sidgwick to look ahead to Monday Night Raw tonight. And to be fair, Hamlet, a stacked show, two huge matches, and a major return to look forward to as well. Uh, yeah, sort of, I guess. I it's really hard, even sort of previewing the stuff that you've just mentioned there and the other things that we've got to talk about, assuming that this Raw can go as well as this lineup looks. Um, Big E having like what I assume isn't a title match, but having one of the big singles matches that they've been building to, it's worthy of television time, which is nice. It's not something that's been set up on the fly. And then you've got this major return that we're going to talk about. I don't know. I I can only assume that whatever happens tonight will end up being slightly disappointed with the outcomes. And that's on WWE, isn't it? It's on Monday Night Raw for years and years and years and years of letting us down. But no, Yes, I guess to sort of answer your question, looks half decent on paper. Before that paper's torn up in an hour's time. Yeah, I was going to say, at least, at least they've advertised something, Sage. Yeah, they've advertised the odd matches, but I look at the matches on paper and I'm thinking, are we going to get a finish to the one that they've advertised as mm. the big match on the show? And, I mean, I could not give less of a toss about a solid, well-worked match within WWE's limitations that doesn't give you a finish that exists to build a future match between the two people involved. I'm over it. I don't understand how people aren't over it. Mm. I don't understand how a single soul watches this. I mean, every time I say a take like that, I do forget how many morons are on this planet. <laughs> but like, I just don't get it. Mm. Just don't get it. But people watch it regardless. However, with things that actually happen come thoughts potential insights, predictions, or patter, right? And I've got, like, a thought. I've got, like, a what? thought about Raw. Imagine that. I'm, Go like, on. having a thought about the show. No, I'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it in due Come course. Come to me first for that. Okay, well, let's start with that. The major return of Edge to WWE television happens tonight. Michael, did you have got any thoughts about this? I've got one thought on the Raw preview. <laughs> 
usually it sort of descends into this big sort of sweeping big picture takedown of what rubbish all of this is. But I've got an idea for what they're going to do with Edge's return. Mm-hmm. And I've got a bit of a joke about it as well. So Edge is coming back, right? Mm-hmm. Who on the Raw roster currently likes to interact with legends in order to get selfies with them and oh, stuff? Austin Theory. Ah. I'm thinking Austin Theory wants to take a selfie with Edge and he's going to draw the ire of Edge. So here's how I see the chain of events playing out. Right. Edge comes out. Welcomes everyone on Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Interrupted by Austin Theory, who says, look, I'm sorry for encroaching on your TV time, man. You're a legend in this game. So much so, dude, I have to take a selfie with you. Gets the phone out. Oh, God, don't look at that. He didn't see that. He didn't see that. <laughs> Puts it over his head and takes a selfie with Edge. And then Austin Theory says something to the effect of, oh, come on, mate. You used to smile and have some pain. I don't want to smile for the camera. And Edge, <laughs> his big forehead vein, is just staring at it. And Theory's like, oh, come on. I remember Edge and Christian with the kazoo. Like, pose. In the pose. <laughs> you used to be really funny, man. Why aren't you entertaining anymore? And Edge... Like beats him up or Austin Theory beats him up or whatever way around it goes. And then the next week, out comes the stool. Oh, no. Out comes the spotlight. Edge, forehead vein, dripping his hair out, twisting his face into a snarl, yeah? Mm -hmm. He's going to treat the concept of a new mid-card act wanting to take a selfie with him with the same seriousness, always the same seriousness, because it's his default mode of like Seth Rollins threatening his family with a home invasion. <laughs> when you put that camera on me, you disrespected a legend. <laughs> so that's why that's what's gonna happen. I like that. I've got I've got a couple of pictures okay. for, for Edge's return tonight. And no pressure on you, Hamper, after this. One is very, very relevant to what's happening right now, uh, particularly here. In England, it's very chilly in the Watculture Studios today. Been a bit of bad weather. I love this. I'm cold, therefore that's going to influence Raw tonight. This is what I'm thinking. So, <laughs> bad weather we've had recently, right? What is one of the iconic ways? You don't have to answer this. is a rhetorical question. What is one of the iconic ways people have made their way to the ring over the year? Austin, his beer truck. Kurt Angle in his cup in his milk truck. And now, especially this time of year, Edge is going to come down that aisle in a gritter because he's all about grit, baby. And the road's really gritted out here in Gateshead. And there's going to be a little child going, Edge, can you, I have my eyes. Oh, it's going with eyes. In that moment right now, I'm going to, I'm going to have to visualize something on behalf of the listeners, right? Obviously, this is an audio medium, so you couldn't see it. Like a true force of Wilborn there. Hamlet's <laughs> face. He didn't want to sell it. Yes. He didn't want to sell it, but he crumpled and he sold because everyone sells for this guy eventually. They all sell eventually. No, my <laughs> genuine pitch for something that would be quite good, because I think we were talking about this on the SmackDown review. I think 
they're trying to put over Postman Pierce and Sonia Villa, just both out and out heel authority figures now. So I'd love, well, I'd, first of all, I'd have the champ come out and welcome us to Monday Night Raw, because Dane Brooks champion now, so she can do that. Um, and then I'd have Postman Pierce come out and say, guys, I know you've, everyone's been talking about it today, the return of an absolute legend to Monday Night Raw. Here he is. And then the Miz comes out. Because I genuinely think that would actually be a good bit of uh, heat from the audience for something like that. Edge versus the Miz. Oh, I'm not suggesting we do Edge versus Miz. Jesus Christ! But you just will not let it exist. Yeah, that? fair point. How are you feeling about Edge returning? He's coming off the back of, of like the best moment of his recent career. God, yeah, I've forgotten all about that match already. Um, it was good, wasn't it? The last Seth Rollins yeah. match, Legi- legitimately good. They probably should have built on that and just brought him straight back. I don't have anything that tops either of those pitches for the age. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's funny that you mentioned The Miz coming back because I recall one time that The Miz did come back and they, it was a bit in switch and it was for Chris Jericho's return. Remember that? Was like, We've got a big star coming back. It's the Miz. And then Chris Jericho came out afterwards. And I was going to suggest that this was a bait and switch for Edge coming out as an opportunity for Via Mahan to stare him down with a lack of any sort of other heels on the roster to draw from that of interest to me. But Sid has nailed it with Austin Theory. You made a great pun. We're done here. Okay. <laughs> Let's move. I did pop for age. Yeah, age was pretty <laughs> It feels a lot longer ago that the egg stuff was going on than seven days, but still. Um, Big E versus Kevin Owens at Hamlet. We alluded to it in the intro. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of with Sidge on this one. I'm uh, not anticipating a finish, which is very disappointing. It's not yeah, a title, I'd so it like, might as well be a finish. They might as well. I'd like this more if WWE was good. You know, this is one of them. Um, the feud is all right. Kevin Owens seems to have just the right amount of passion to put his back into this before he presumably departs to fall on his back elsewhere. And I think a lot of fans, us three certainly, are all hoping for that. And that kind of creates this issue where how can you really get anything from the victory over Kevin Owens if it's so apparent that he's leaving anyway? That rub at this point is mythical, as is the burial, the old idea that you beat somebody on the way out. All of that's sort of dead now because that's all very much within the confines of kayfabe or in this post-kayfabe world. So really it's just on the real life Kevin Owens to want to do something good for Biggie. With that in mind, I think this could be half decent, you know, with him being so aware and they're plugged in, you know, with him being so aware that the stories are out there that he's probably leaving or he's already got one foot out the door. He probably just wants to be a professional to a fellow professional and a good man like Biggie, somebody that he probably wants to see him do well. Kevin Owens will probably, if not tonight in the very near future, give his body to this. He will do something very, very awful to himself with the best of intentions for Big E to have to get something out of this. I don't know if that happens tonight because this very much feels match to build a match and that match isn't even the singles match. This feels part of building uh, Big E versus Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins for day one as a half-decent main event. Not an amazing one, but a half-decent uh, WWE title match. At some point, I think Kevin Owens is going to do something really violent to himself for the benefit of Big E because we know he's leaving. That's not me analysing the narrative. That's not me particularly praising the story. I just think we can expect that. Could be tonight. I'm not so sure. Um, I just can't see us getting a finish at all. Well, why would we get a finish, right? When we know that there's a triple threat match on the horizon, when it's worthless at this point beating Big E again, considering he's just got beat off Roman Reigns, so it'll be senseless, even by WWE standards, it'll be senseless for them to beat their world champion again. 
just to create a title match that Seth Rollins would interfere um, in to get to the triple threat. That seems like it's fairly apparent that's going to happen at this point. Uh, there's no point either in having Biggie beat Kevin Owens because as much as they would possibly be um, tempted to beat Owens again and again and again and again and again, they want to make what they want to make his eventual loss on his way out actually mean something. Everything, literally everything, points towards this going about fifteen to twenty minutes, both of which are ten minutes too long, considering it's an angle that Seth Rollins will interfere in the match. Um, I know he's kind of doing something with Finn Balor, but oh Christ knows. It's kind of bad, kind of confusing mess. Anti-death. <laughs> uh, we'll talk a little bit about Balor and, and Rollins in, in due course. Uh, Sid, Sid, do you think any SmackDown stars could appear on this card? I know they're, they're advertised for like the dark matches to try and sell tickets because it's in Long Island. But if they're there, I feel like you should make use of them. But I don't know. What do you reckon? It would be very funny if what, eight days removed from the one night per year that the uh, <laughs> stars of one SmackDown can beat head-to-head, that you somehow have something to do with uh, Raw and SmackDown. It feels like it was simply a very transparent, we need to outsell AEW. It's not happening, by the way, but we're trying to outsell AEW. Oh, come on, have Roman Reigns. Buy 80, get one free. No, no, screw that. Buy one, get 83. <laughs> hey, it's only Black Friday. We can get away with this one. Everybody does it. Uh, no is my answer. No, I don't think so either. As much as, um, and maybe they are, I guess. Maybe if you've got one star in Roman Reigns, maybe the tease of SmackDown wrestlers being on the card, if not the show, is a reason to buy tickets. I, I can't pretend that he would be a draw to me if I was on the fence, if he would be a difference maker. But I certainly can't see them extending that to the TV. There seemed to be a few months back, um, bubbling under conversations about um, exactly how pleased the network were that uh, Roman Reigns specifically were allowed was allowed to bury Monday Night Raw because that sounds fine in wrestler promo speak. I guess Drew Mac- uh, Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns having a conversation, but the reality of that was US Network's property being buried by Fox's property and genuine money on the line. So whilst I don't think WWE are that asked about the sanctity of the draft. I sense that they're very concerned about the um, quantity of dollars they're getting from these network contracts. <laughs> and I don't, if nothing else, I don't think they particularly want to mess with that. I think every now and then they try it, and USA Network especially, because it's very clear that they're getting the offcuts at this point. They're getting just the, the like the rank bits of foul meat that WWE have destroyed on SmackDown. I don't think that they'd want, WWE in particular, would want to ruffle too many feathers as we mm. inch ever closer to those renewals. So, yes, people after the show, but I know we joke about oh, it's the one night a year because ultimately there's quarterly brand invitationals and then there's just making stuff up and putting the bloodline on Raw. But for the most part, I don't think they want that to just become a regular thing. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, 
HelloFresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful too for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. A lot of championship stuff going on on last week's show. I think there was four or five championship matches, if you count the 24-7 stuff as multiple titles uh, of things, I suppose. Um, But still, uh, it's Dana Brooks' birthday today, so she's probably going to lose the 24-7 championship tonight. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, What next for for some of the new champs, though, for you, Hamlet, in terms of... Queen Zelina and Carmella, are you going to try and maybe run it back, back with Nikki, ASH and, uh, and Rhea Ripley? Or is that the end of that tag team for you? Yes, because they've got nobody else to fight and then it's the end of that tag team after this week. I know that's a real bleak outlook on things, but that division's in the bin, man. Like, it's just, they, even when Nikki, ASH was as over as she was briefly as the Raw Women's Champion and then they were trying to keep her hot by putting this tag belt on her with um, Rhea Ripley, it was doomed to fail when they weren't getting matches, when they weren't getting pushed, when they were losing more than they were winning. I imagine that um, Queen Zelina and Carmella will be more preferable to Vince McMahon and his gang of idiots. I'm just going to let that hang there as to the reasons why that might be. But right. I think they will probably like them, like them more as tag team champions when they pass them in gorilla compared to Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H. So I expect these new champions to have a, a longer run, but we won't care about much of it um they just they don't book them like belts they don't book them like meaningful titles it's the same old same old for these titles and it has been for, well, for ages for like for well over a year now um and is there anybody even there you've got Liv Morgan um fighting for a singles title so they can't do what they often do and just put her with somebody because she's over you've got this new stable that I guess we're going to talk about in a minute this new gang of idiots on the heel side but none of them are going to challenge the title because they're heels. There's nobody. There's nobody other than endless rematches forever until they get bored of the current champions. It does feel like they're probably going to run it back, like like Hamlet said, not just because they've got no one else, but they're just going to try and keep Rhea Ripley busy until they get into Royal Rumble season, perhaps? I mean, I don't care. How could I care, possibly care about any of this? They don't care about the titles. i tell you what I'm looking forward to. This... Televised rib at the expense of Dana Brooke is pretty cruel, but it might not be not amusing. The idea of Dana Brooke is everyone kind of understands, everyone understands that a lot in that 24-7 picture. It's something that gets them on telly. 
and they don't care about making tits of themselves and getting rolled up and concocting schemes to get the title to then appear on television. Like in your head, Canon, it's just like it's the goofballs. And they kind of all know they're goofballs, and that's just the role they play. The idea that someone who has a little bit of a higher opinion of herself that's not necessarily in harmony with WWE management's opinion of her, treating it like an actual prestigious title is genuinely quite amusing. And I suspect that's the reason why she's been given that title. Put it this way, uh, I think on Raw tonight, they're going to do something that tomorrow morning, I'm going to pretend wasn't funny. Okay. Uh, it's not nice. She worked really hard. I've got to be honest. This is the closest I've ever felt Titus O'Neil getting back that championship. Shut up, had a point to make. My, can I just share with you what my last most recent favourite birthday F-off from WWE was to its talent? Go on. Was them devising and debuting Wobbly Walrus on Paul Heyman's birthday. <laughs> Remember him? Remember Wobbly Walrus? <laughs> Go Wobbly Walrus. So, so, so that is the birthday bar that WWE have to leap over tonight. What cruelty can they unleash on Dana Brooke on her special day that is as good as Happy Birthday, Paul? Here's a fucking walrus, you fat bastard. <laughs> um, elsewhere, you mentioned it actually, Hamford. Um, elsewhere, you've got um, Liv Morgan targeting Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch. I assume we're getting a response from Becky this week after she got decked by Liv backstage. Yeah, it's it's neither good nor bad this yet. Um, and we know what bad is because because, because we saw it on SmackDown. Um, we saw what the awful version of this is. They're the, kind of the same stories being Well, not awful in terms, of, in terms of YouTube views, so... Well, no, certainly not, but I'm assuming Liv Morgan and Becky Lynch want a feud that's not going to be rewatched so people can masturbate to it. Has that come? Has that come? I don't want you to think. No, 100%. Yeah. Gunge, gunge stuff for gunge people. Gunge. <laughs> that week, what was that one where they just went, uh, now Alexa Bliss in a towel? Like, was that, was that any, was there any story to that? It, like, in cave? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Ca- cameras, burst, burst, cameras burst in the door and she was like, get out. And they were like, okay, we got a thumbnail. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? what we came for. So did we. So. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. What we came for uh no i just want this to be better than smackdown I just, if Be- if becky lynch and Liv morgan have the angle that finally does away with people saying well at least smackdown's the good show because they can do a better job of that horrendous uh charlotte flair tony storm segment we got ourselves some content and we we got ourselves some clicks just talk about raw better than smackdown question mark willborn confused face in the news <laughs> yellow text uh, finally, in terms of champions chat, Sige, uh, we got the tease of Apollo oh. Crews. Jesus. What? Who cares? I'm just I'm just recapping what happened last week. A tease of Apollo Crews and Damien. Don't call me Damien Priest. Thoughts? None whatsoever. I, I have to admit, I do like... And many faces of Damien Priest. Just Brian Gawait script you. <laughs> I'm only ridiculous. you only like, ever ever throw, throw to Cedric with the word thoughts when there couldn't possibly be one in his head. Yeah. I've never heard you say like uh, a long recap of an awesome AEW segment. Cedric thoughts. 
Like never ever. It's always just. Do you want some absolute crap served up on a stale oven warmed oven tray? Do you want this drab crap? Sidgwick thoughts. <laughs> I mean, this is exactly the kind of feud that were for it to take place on your precious SmackDown would go like uh, eight weeks, like yeah. eight weeks every day, every, every week's the same. Does Raw do that? Not well, that much. No, but they'll they'll mix it up by having Damien go bonkers on Commander Aziz instead. Cool. All right, okay, let's get serious now. Sid, are we getting a new heel faction with Natalia, Tamina, and the Doodrap? <laughs> the only thing we're getting with any luck in about three years' time is that thought by some mystical vibration re-entering my head so I can say, oh my God, remember when Dudrab, Natalia and Tamina, I teamed up for three weeks. 10 more WWE stables you totally forgot about. <laughs> Thank you, please. I need to keep doing this because I like it here. That's the only thought. Future content, maybe, is the only thought I can summon on something that I could not care less about. Drab and Bianca Belair will have a good match on a bad television show because it'll never make day one because it's not for a belt. And WWE don't get enough stick for being as bad, if not worse, than AEW for booking their women. Um, it's a decent match. I've said this a couple of times now. It's a half-decent pair in this, but it's the wrong company to, to book it. Um, do drop and Bianca Belair. Or like already, just in that beatdown last week, just these elements of physical chemistry that you think, oh, this actually could be really quite good but you're just going to hate everyone involved by the end. Or worse, you're going to feel nothing for them. I'm sorry. I especially get no pleasure saying that for Bianca Belair, considering the year that she could have had versus the one she actually has. Um, I, the, if this was going to make it to pay-per-view, we'd have something cool to talk about because they just have 10 relatively undisturbed minutes and it'd be pretty great. I don't think this has a cat in hell's chance of making day one and more's the pity. I just prefer if they generally got rid of Tamina... And then we had the team of Dudrap and Natalia, who I'm going to call a donut. It doesn't really work, but I'm still I'm sticking with it regardless. What? Donut. Do, do <laughs> I, I think it's just an exercise in seeing how many people Bianca Belair can carry in one time, basically. Uh, let's conclude by talking about Finn Balor and Seth Rollins. Will Finn Balor even the score with Seth Rollins tonight, Amplet? What's the fucking score? 58 versus 57? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> That's the way they like, told it, basically, on the website, is evening the score. This is this is WWE and all its problems encapsulated, isn't it? It is impossible to get excited. You've tried. A preview was tried. Try to care about uh, the score being evened between Seth Rollins and Finn Balor because pretty much all they could do was have decent to very good matches in their sleep. But WWE will do everything they will do to stop you caring. Finn Balor was ruined by that Roman Reigns feud, as we could all see as it was happening. Most of us could see as it was happening was ruined. Certain media Rollins, didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, I chose to look the other way, as did whoever it was that messed with the turnbuckle, because it wasn't God, was it? So somebody did that. Um, aye, Seth Rollins, he's got his clipboard, hasn't he? So this is all irrelevant. Wins and losses don't matter. It's the diet money in the bank briefcase at this point. They can do what they want with him. Is it? It's Finn Balor that's got to even the score, isn't it? 
Yes, because he got curb stomped yeah, so- twice and attacked before his match with Seth last week. It, there's every chance he'll beat Seth tonight because Seth's got his title shot and it doesn't matter. And then Finn can be like, hey, where's my title shot? Cats always land on their feet, make it a four <laughs> way or some bollocks like that. You know, like yeah, Seth can be beat and I, this is where I would expect to finish out with these two half decent matches. So, aye, let's say he does even the score. We get a, we get a rubber match, 60th match wins. They are really, really, really going hard on Seth Rollins, despite his very, very middling track record as a viewership draw. It's just Vince just likes to trust boring guys now. Mm-hmm. It's the oddest thing. I just think that the love Seth Rollins. That's my impression of Vince now because you can't understand a frigging word he's saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope he makes another appearance tonight. Trusted that. I enjoyed him actually. Like an old Bray Wyatt promo, isn't it? When he was when he. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get like Southern Hick voices out of the Vince sphere of impressions. I'm really trying to nail it. Okay. I'll try it again. I'll try it again. Huh? Sorry, Vince, do you have to do that one again, mate? Vince, are you falling asleep mid sentence? And you do, do, I know what he wants. Rod Stewart with Michael Hayes is Kara. Put my pants. I'm your mouth. So yeah, I think Finn is going to get de- I think is going to get DQ'd for being too much arse. That's my prediction yeah. tonight. Is that just the way is this sodden thing goes? Anyway, make sure you subscribe. Hey, whoa, 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 hang on, wait a minute. Like we've always said all along, Dominic's going to electric chair in the studio. <laughs> yeah, he's going to electric chair his dad. <laughs> Can you believe it's tonight? I didn't see this coming. And especially didn't see it coming when there wasn't even a bullet point that allowed it in. Oh, I didn't realise tonight would be the night. But hey, we've said it all along. It was always going to be this edition of Raw. The 29th of November, there was very little on the cards. So they were like, we need to get the wrestling conversation back around to the biggest story in the game. But let us know your thoughts ahead of Raw tonight on Twitter. At Vin- Vince, told me I had- Vince told me I had to get his electric chair. <laughs> At what culture WWE on Twitter? If you want to chat more about this with us, you can follow us all on Twitter. You can follow Hamflet at Michael Hamflet. You can follow Sage at M. Sidgwick. You can also buy his brilliant new book hey. all about the rise of AW becoming all elite at whatculture.bigcartel.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at whatculture.wwe. And make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Our SmackDown and AW Rampage reviews are available right now. And our review of Monday Night Raw will be there tomorrow. And if you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling, why not leave us a five-star review on iTunes to suggest something short crap and wrestling related for us to review instead of a god-awful Raw segment this week. But for now, this has been the Raw Preview. My thanks to the Dadly Boys. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.